welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast member where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and of course all walks of magic. For today's group episode Sophie and I will be welcoming the wonderful magnificent Miss Jane Morgan and the incredible Georgia Light. Hi guys. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to have you guys here. It feels like yeah, I'm just going to be honest about it. We we recorded another episode <laughs> and we thought um we thought you know what these girls they've got to talk about their night out antics because they are the party animals of the program and we were all friends like we thought it was silly for yeah. us not to talk about memories that we all had together mm. we we're only talking about something totally random it didn't you know it just made more sense to do hotels that i forgot the name of basically yeah to be honest i don't know why <laughs> in retrospect if anybody knows jane morgan you'll probably realize through this podcast she doesn't really she doesn't really care for the exact names of stuff. She's just nice. She lives in Jane Land. So this is a better one for her. Yeah. I roll exactly. with it. Exactly. Uh, but <laughs> as uh, even though you guys have both done an episode, you've been on an episode of this show before. For anyone that hasn't listened to those episodes, let's just give a quick introduction to you both. So Georgia, just tell us a bit about yourself and and your Disney programme. So I worked at Disney, what year was it? 28 was it 17? 2017 to 2018. Um, in the Rose and Crown as a server with everybody else on the podcast, basically. <laughs> uh, Jane Morgan? Um, so I did the summer programme in 2014 and I worked in Magic Kingdom at Casey's Corner and Tomorrowland Terrace. And then I did the year programme in 2017 as well with these lovely people. Amazing, cool. Yeah, we think you're lovely as well. So that's, that's yeah, good. thanks. Um, <laughs> um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking um, about nights out, life on the program outside of the parks and outside of the pavilion, um, traveling, making friends. Yeah, just a mix of stuff. Exactly. Um, so let's get cracking. I think the first thing to talk about is your uh, feelings before you even get on the program about making friends. Obviously, I, I don't know about you guys, but I had this like gut instincts that I was just going to get along with everyone on the program because uh, everyone was going to be like me. Everyone just wanted to go and like live in Disney World for a year. Um, whether that was true, we'll get to you later. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm like more enemies by the episode, but I really don't care. Um, but um, yeah, so my question to you guys is, were you nervous about making friends before the programme? So let's start with Georgia. If I'm honest, I think I knew a lot less than everybody else going into these programmes. So I didn't really know the interview process or anything or what the like kind of layout was. So if I'm honest, I didn't even really think about it, not in like a really confident way that I was going to be friends with everyone, but it wasn't really, I, I didn't really know what it was going to be like, whether it was going to be like clicky, whether it was going to be like you were stuck with a small group or a large group. So I don't really know. I hadn't really, it didn't really dawn upon me until like we got in our arrival groups. Mm-hmm. That's um, fair. Was it probably because like you didn't do the same, obviously if anyone's listened to George's episode, her process was slightly different. So do you think yeah. if you'd done the other process, you may have been more, you know, talking to people more before it and all that? Yeah, like when I hear about your guys' interview process and like obviously Bradley, you knew Cameron and Katie before, I think I would have been a lot more nervous just because I'm not like a very like, I'm not like, <laughs> you guys probably know, I'm not very like upfront, like really friendly person. Like I don't click with loads of people straight away. <laughs> so I think if I'd have known that I would have been really, I would have been like really nervous. So I'm kind of glad that I went in kind of completely blind to it. Yeah. 
Do you know what's um what's quite funny is that like I it, what you're saying is really interesting because I, as much as I was really grateful to have met Cameron and Katie beforehand, um I think I do agree with you in some somewhat that knowing them before made it even more nerve wracking because I had this like internet perception of them that I've been speaking. I mean, I was speaking to Katie for like probably nine months and then Cameron probably about six or seven months before the program and um, we FaceTime like the week before we went which was scary and then I actually remember coming I was the first one to get through customs my flight came in first and I remember seeing Cameron in the customs queue and pretending like I didn't see him so he listens to this the first time he's ever hearing this because I didn't because I didn't want to be like I don't want to make eye contact because as much as I I thought like I've made a friend in this person because we've been speaking online we're never going to spend a year together and live together on the other hand like I don't actually know who this person is yet, you know? So I think there's the pros and cons of what you're saying, Georgia. It's mm. so weird. Like it's talking about you getting perceptions of people. Like we, for me and Jane, we were in the same room. Mm. Obviously different one to you guys, but we had a group and it's weird now because the people that were the most chatty in our group mm. ended up not being the chattiest. And actually Jane, I'll say this to you. Me and you never really spoke one on one before. No. Like you were the person, I actually said this to you not long ago, you were the person that I thought, mm, I don't know if I'm going to get on with this girl because mm. we'd spoke the total least and the stuff we spoke, you spoke about in the group, I thought, why is she saying this? Like, because you were, I remember, <laughs> I remember the day, this might, people probably don't care about, I remember the day we found out where we were living and it was Vista Way and yeah. you, I remember you were totally so negative about it and I thought, me and this girl are not going to get along, da, 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 da. Mm. but actually, now I've met you, I just know that's your humour and I know, it's funny because me and you ended up being one of the closest in the group. Yeah, 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 totally agree, totally agree. Isn't it mad though how like internet yeah. does that? Yeah, that's why I just don't believe anyone on the internet. Statement. <laughs> 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 not really a broad statement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, did, you, did you feel like doing a programme before, Jane, made it easier coming on the second programme? Like with your um, friends? no because on my summer program I I went in blindsided like I didn't know anyone before going out there um and as I mentioned on my pod uh I think I mentioned on my podcast I can't remember um I didn't get on with the people I lived with I well two of the people um so and because we were all spaced out everywhere all over the theme parks I didn't like I, I had a, a few British people like I spoke to a lot out there but I, as obviously, as I don't like obviously doing the parks every day. So in terms of me doing stuff, like finding someone who does something very similar to me, that was obviously more difficult because you are in Walt Disney World. You are probably supposed to do the parks all day, do this, this and that, which I didn't want to do that. Um, so it, I did find some people, but obviously it was quite difficult still. Um, but the year program, again, I, I didn't, I went in blindsided I think um in well the interview process time I did um I didn't know I'd seen a few familiar faces at my interviews from my summer program but because I don't I never had a proper conversation with us I was just it was just friendliness you're just like hi are you okay um good luck um and then it's only when we we had the Disney group that whoever created and somehow I found I don't even remember how but that kind of gave me the branch the year program um which was really nice and um, actually know people before going out this time but still it was a scary process in terms of me I was worried about who I was going to live with like other in the apartment so um yeah yeah it's diff- kind of different in a sense I'd say it's 
weird how you've got a totally different experience to me and we both done summer programs obviously I know Bradley you and Georgia haven't mm-hmm. but I went on the summer program being like oh my god like I'm gonna speak to all these people like I spoke to so many people for the summer um honestly these people I've spoken about another program a podcast these people like I'm still like so close to to this day like we're all still talking every single day and that's four years nearly five years ago now and I actually was so nervous for the CRP because I was like how the hell am I going to make friends for a year that are going to compare to these Disney people I think that's a big thing with doing two more than one program as you Mm -hmm. compare and I thought oh my god am I going to compare these people to my my, my summer people like how am I supposed to be in Disney World without them like it doesn't seem like it doesn't feel natural but it's mad because once you get into it, it's totally different. Like your bonds with the CRP people to the summer people are totally different. Like, and they're just as good friends as each other. And it's amazing because now doing this podcast, actually my friends have collided. Like you guys mm. listen to my friends, vice versa. And it's just a nice community. So they all understand, but it's definitely a thing I think with people that do more than one program, they compare to their last program a lot. And they'll go, oh, my last program, I did this. So my last program, it works like that. And I think it's, you need to start living in the moment more that's something I'd say is yeah don't think about your past program this is a new experience with new people take yeah. it for that because when me and Jane left we didn't know we left first we didn't notice all of our friends leaving so I think mm. that's a plus I think if I was at the back end of all my friends leaving my program would have been a lot of a different feel if that does that yeah. make sense people no, I think I so yeah. yeah go on Jane oh yeah just just elaborating yeah I think I think so <laughs> what Sophie just said um well I think we would have been gutted if we were seeing Georgia and Bradley Cameron and Katie oh yeah 100% like it's like yeah like losing someone you know like obviously we were just like yeah we're, we're done we're off whereas obviously we were leaving stuff behind we knew people behind we knew that but we could still um see what you guys were doing obviously when we got home so there were still the connections there that you guys were okay. You were still having a good time and you were finishing in the next month or so. Um, and then obviously started to make uh, reunions, meetups, um, all that jazz. I think I think it's a diff- bit of a different situation for me in Georgia. And I don't want to bring up our arguments, but obviously we had fallen out like quite badly at that point. Um, so like, I feel like... <sighs> I don't really remember the last few weeks of my programme because... They're a bit of a blur. Yeah. Like, we... I feel like around the time that Jane and um, Sophie left, we had had... We'd, like, sort of stopped talking for a bit. Obviously, it's rectified now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, It's a very awkward podcast. (laughs) Like, for me, it just sort of made everything blur a little bit at the end so I didn't necessarily feel like I just sort of disconnected at that point from the program I think because I was like I'm not talking to one of my best friends from from the program like I've like two people I was well like obviously Sab's left as well like once your arrival group had left I was like I don't know if I really want to be here anymore like it was it was rough it was the the last few weeks I found really rough and things started to get quite clicky in the kitchen as well so I just I just really difficult but to go on 100% yeah but to um to touch on like the settling of friendships I think my friendships did actually branch out a little bit as the program went on like I I felt like I just I started to get to know people that I didn't know so well as the program went on which I liked um but 
yeah, it can obvi- obviously cause, it's, again, it's like being in the Big Brother house, like mm. once that starts to happen, it can start to, the pressure starts rising because you're like, okay, now I need to hang out with this person, this person, this person, you can feel like you've got to invite everyone to go out mm. to everything. And that can be a lot. And there's no hiding anything because everyone's doing the same things. Like I literally spoke about on a previous podcast when Georgia, Yumi and Sophie went and drove to a completely random olive garden because I didn't want anyone to catch us in the olive garden at Crossroads, remember? How dare you? I know. It was, it was you we were hiding from, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> How very dare you? It wasn't. <laughs> but it's like, but it's hard because you because you do make all these friends, which is great. And I do feel like, like I said, as much as I, my friends I made at the start, I continue to be friends with throughout the entire programme. Mm. As you get more and more friends, you you just feel like you have to keep keep up basically keep up, yeah and sometimes you don't want to sometimes you do want that me time where you just want to hang out with certain people whether it's difficult but I don't know what you think Georgia on that I don't know I think I I don't know I think I make as many I think I've never really like even like in school I've never really clung on I've never really been a group person I think I've had loads of like really good friends like when we were talking earlier about people leaving and like Sophie and Jane like you left and then obviously we were like still there like for example like Katie Green left and she was like one of my closest friends and and she was close to all of us and then like Charlie and and then you guys left and it's just it's almost like a trickle of of, of us all getting ready to leave and then we're sad about you guys leaving but then like I can think of loads of people who like you said we get close to on podium who then we're like we're leaving our friends have already gone and we're not leaving with them and then now we're leaving these new friends that we love spending time with and we've not actually had the same amount of time as our normal friends to spend time with and it's I just think it's you do get close with loads of people I I don't know I I never (laughs) I never really had the stress of like who should I spend time with (laughs) but like (laughs) I think it's all to do with time though, isn't it? Like on the, sorry, ain't it? Um, on the, um, <laughs> on just the whole, the time you're there and how you want to spend it. Um, because think, just thinking as you guys were talking about all of that, thinking back to my summer programme, it's only 12 weeks. I think it's um, to do with the mm, arrival group. That's a really hundred percent on the CRP. You're like placed totally random. And it's so mm. funny because our experience was our experience because of each other like we keep saying arrival group but like me and Jane were on one and Bradley and Georgia were like two weeks after us so we were essentially combined ourselves to one but if Mm -hmm. I didn't have you guys in that month I don't think my program would have been as amazing like could it's so funny could you picture yourself in anyone's other arrival group you couldn't no I ask myself this a lot like I I do think like not because not that I I mean I've got loads of friends from most of the other arrival groups and but I still think to myself like I could never ever see mm-hmm. myself in no. arrival group no way it's like your base isn't it yeah. and then obviously that's when you branched thing, out and arrival groups are more like your family like talking about like managing who you want to spend time with like that's why I think I always like felt like a lot of mine and Bradley's arguments were about like, spending time together. <laughs> but like I think that's why I always fell back to like Bradley because we were so close and it was more like brother and sister. And I just felt like it was more of like, oh, I can just relax and we can just do whatever and it's fine. Yeah, no Whereas like planning it with like... yeah, like planning it with like people off podium that you're friends with, but you're not like close, close with. Mm. It's almost like you've still got to put on like you've got to it's be entertain. like entertain, yeah. Mm. 
it's funny, like, just to point out, because obviously we're kind of talking, like, more doom and gloom with that side, but it's funny because everyone that's been on these programs and on the CRP especially, these people become your friends for life. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, the best thing about this program is it's so funny because you've got your Disney friends and your normal friends, but I actually, like, feel just as close or not closer to you guys than my normal friends at home. And it's funny because no matter what amount of time passes, like us for like we could easily go like two months without speaking we're on this zoom call and it's like chat 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 nothing yeah, literally. you can count on these people for anything because I think it's because you go to this country brand new working for this big massive company surrounded by thousands of people and you're used to having like your best friends from home your mum and dad your family and now you're all each other has to kind of rely on so it's a total different bond you get it is mm. on on that note I think it'd be worth um moving on to the next question which is about how you felt socially during the program and have you ever felt um down or overwhelmed by the pavilion's social life because it is it is intense like we're going to get more into the specifics of the different nights out and stuff after we've had a break but like I I I mean I'll start and say that I definitely felt down at times about it. I mean, I'm, I, don't get me wrong, at uni, I was the party animal, like, and I mean, even, I mean, when I went hard, or when I go hard, I go hard, like, like when those, <laughs> we'll go home. I, I literally, um, but, like, even when I think back to, I don't think I've told this story in the podcast before, so it might be quite interesting for anyone that's going, because, screw social pressure, like, screw social pressure, I remember the first um, night out, I think it was to go to, to the Cowboys or I bar and it was my fir- literally my first week and we went to pre-drinks at yours Sophie and um we'd all had like a fair amount of drink I wasn't drunk at all but I was like I'd had I'd had some drinks which was nice and we were all going to get in this taxi and I'd heard about this taxi and I was like I, I don't know what it is and I had my like what was it seven dollars return or something to go and I went up to it and there was like, and I'm, I mean, I'm not outing anyone here, but there was, it was just very crowded. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. Like way too crowded for me. I'm, I'm not a claustrophobic, I'm not necessarily claustrophobic, but I do suffer with panic attacks. And I do, I don't like getting in trouble and I don't like putting myself in like bad situations just in case it goes wrong. And I had to bail out. I literally said, I'm not getting in that taxi. And you know what? I, felt, I literally called one of my friends from home. It was, must've been like 4am in the UK first night out and I've showed up I've literally gone I'm not getting in that taxi I'm not going in the night out and I was so embarrassed I was mortified and I said I think I've just lost all my friends that I've just made in my program and she was like don't be so silly like that's fine and then Sabrina the next week was like oh the next day was like do not worry that's exactly what I did like a week ago that is so normal but do not do not if you're going on a program and if you have been on a program and you felt like this has happened social pressure is the worst thing ever and nobody should feel like fall victim to that just because you're on a Disney program and it can be it can be like disguised and camouflaged as you're on a Disney program like you're going to be safe no you're not like you're going into downtown Orlando you're going like it's a sketchy place at the end of the day literally not the nicest of places and if you don't feel comfortable getting in a taxi with a few too many people in it don't do it it's not no one's going to judge you for that and if they are they're not worth spending your time with sorry rant over who's next (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do something I I don't want to force myself to do it and then be unhappy doing it because I did a lot of that through like back in like uni days and you know I'm not even knowing thinking about it now I forced myself to do a lot of stuff and 
I, I think that affected like probably like and maybe anxiety mental health stemming from that maybe um sorry to go deep Rollison but like you just you, obviously at 2020 like year of growth you just you think back of all the years and a lot of the times I just gave in so the first time I went was on the year program and getting in cab and stuff um and the first time I went there we all went in the cab um and then me and Natalie were leaving the club to come back to the cab and the cab had already gone so the first ever time me and uh, I went me and Natalie were in the middle of downtown not knowing where we are panicking um and thankfully I'm wondering around because I hadn't got data on my phone yet um in order to get a taxi back and it yeah it cost us a lot basically uh, but that was our first experience um it was it scary yeah very scary um it, thankfully I was with someone um because I there was dodgy people around let's just say that and I was very drunk and when I'm drunk I'll talk to anyone so um, um yeah but that was my first experience and when I wasn't I hadn't got uber yet because uber wasn't a thing on my last program so I, I had never had it I, but I, that was short-lived I did obviously go back out downtown and we did go places and it was really enjoyable you just obviously make sure you stay together and um, with the right people once you get closer oh, to these people you know yeah these are the people I want to socialize with and go to these things for your with. own safety and security as well 100% I, and Georgia I wanted to touch on your um experience with regards to like the the like feeling down socially obviously you had your parents living in um in like in close proximity which was really lucky um but did you ever feel like you had to turn social events down to see them or was it like was it always like that that was your program and your family like they want you to live the program or um well I think it I think because when I moved it was my parents were already living there so I already had my like safety net there already so for the first like week or two of even working I'd go back to their house every night even though I had like the same um like living as everyone else um and it was easier to fall back on them like I know especially in the first few weeks of podium I would sometimes we'd not go I didn't go out a lot for the first few months of the program but we'd either like go out late to like Applebee's or what was that other like what was it thunder something Thunder. Thunder. That was a great yeah. song that was Supreme Drinks, wasn't it? Thunder. Like places like that. And I just be, I'd be completely knackered. And like I think I'd be like physically, but like mentally knackered. Because it's a lot you take in yeah. in those first few weeks. Like really the first few months, like especially being on podium and like you do go into it completely blind, I think, whether you have like an idea or not of what it's going to be like before so I think I did lean on my like my mum and dad a lot I think because my brothers were there as well and they were going to school so it's kind of like normal life for them so at the same time I'm trying to like join their normal life in Orlando but then also completely stay separate and try and focus on myself but then also my parents have been living there for a year and I hadn't seen them properly like every day so I'm trying to like balance both do you know what I want to ask you? Because obviously you were one of the only, if not the only person in our like generation of people that had a car. Did you ever feel um, like pressured to take people places in your car because you had a car? Obviously I know the answer to this. But I'm just asking. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
people used me for my car like countless times like none of my close friends I will say that now but like people did take the mick with me having a car and I think I did towards the end of the program just start to be like a bit more brutal with it because there were times sometimes where people would would just take the mick and people would try to like climb in my car and people I wasn't even friends with and there would be sometimes more people than the car was meant to hold and it was like you're not even my friends like you you just want to lift because I'm here which is fair enough like if my friend was friend with like Bradley if you were close to someone and I wasn't and you were getting a lift I wouldn't mind asking for a lift but like there's a line and I think because I was one of the only people really who did have a car um and it it wasn't like a two-seater it was it was a six-seater so well it was actually a seven-seater so (laughs) I could fit a a lot of people in it should we do some quick fire questions? Sarah? Yeah, I feel like that was a good chat. Yeah, yeah, like, like, I, like I, I feel like we went deep there. Heart to heart, <laughs> sort of frozen, eh? <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll do some quick fire questions. Um, I'll go around everybody and see what you guys think. So first one, favourite place to go on a night out in Orlando? I'm going to start with Jane Morgan. Oh, you're going to say, I'm going to literally stab you through the screen. What? If you don't say what I think you're going to say, I'm going to stab you through the I have to think, though. It depends, though, what kind of night out we're going for, you see. Because <laughs> there's two vibes I'd go for. A vibe where I still want... They're both dressed up, but a vibe where if I want more, like, a chill, like, I don't want to socialise with a lot of people, you know, like, but I still want to have a good time and have a couple of drinks. Obviously, I want to say Raglan Road in Disney Springs classic and you can have some food while you're at it you know what more can you want but if we're gonna go for like proper night out like we're going in um I'd probably say mm, very hard question I'd probably go for senior frogs that was more the I'd say that was only a recent find coming to the end of our program with the party bus which they tell you not to go on which just don't go on it until halfway up for your program where you're like I, I care but I don't care anymore and then go on it just be safe I agree though. with that 100% because like, I, I was always like I'm never going on the party bus never going on it and then I, I thought you were going to say chillers as well I, I agree yeah, that, that would if that senior frogs didn't come along I probably would say chillers I bar was a bit classic to start off with then we'd go chillers mm. Okay. Seen your frogs? I yeah, yeah. and Raglan and Georgia. Yeah. Probably straight up. If I could go back now, I think it would probably be a night in Rum Jungle, just because it was Monday. mental. It was so much fun. Mm. We'll talk more about Mondays and like all yeah. this going, but definitely a happy Mondays for you at Rum Jungle. Mm-hmm. Bradley, um, happy Mondays. I- <laughs> yeah obviously <laughs> well, I think like the classy side of me is like definitely wine bar George and Springs I um, never went there neither did I dream. neither did I but um like the less classy side of me would probably say I don't know I don't I probably I don't know my my best nights out were at Ibar like when I went out out um I feel like cowboys I'd always get a bit bored um as yeah. Much as like, mm-hmm. oh yeah cowboys but um, but I do think that um, yeah, I bar especially when you get an Uber and the person films you in the Uber and then um, and then he ends up also going to the club and tapping on the shoulder and being like, "I was your Uber driver." And, and we just yeah, specifying the fact that it wasn't a person; it was the driver. 
filming you with a GoPro while he was driving down the road, <laughs> down the highway. Orlando for you. So yeah, I'd probably say wine by George, but then the tacky side of me is like, I buy definitely. I think I would definitely go for Senior Frogs. Senior Frogs was so funny only because nobody from the pub went. so that's why I loved it it was me and Jane and Georgia three of us went like it was a good few it was a good month that we went like every week going going, frogs yeah frogs yeah and it was like with my roommates Jane's roommates went and we got on the party bus but that night was so fun because there was no drama like when you're at happy Mondays there's always drama eye bar like you lose people because it's so busy it's you can't talk to everybody but at frogs you can dance drink and it's have like a and secret talk. night out weren't it so you would end your night <laughs> with a denny's with your omelette that was great your, your pancakes whatever so i remember i got this bloody massive like sandwich and i was like, i'm gonna eat that on the bus on the way home and relax no the bloody guy i would have walked on the bus he was like i'm gonna take that food off you i went you're gonna take the food off me and he's like yeah in case you drop it i went this bus is already a state mate like i don't know what you're worried about so anyway i had to wait to go back to Vista to eat my ham and cheese. We couldn't, we couldn't drink either, could we? You can't drink they, on the bus. They, gave us, they wanted to take our alcohol off us before we went on the bus. Wow. Not really a part of us, is it? It was sort of putting it into water bottles, though. We got crafty. Yeah, we did. We were very clever. Bus to death row. Yeah. By the way, finger frogs. Right. Fifth place to go when you weren't working. Okay, so not the parks. We're not going to count the parks. I'll let Disney Springs be into it, but not a theme park, okay? So where would you go right now if you could be... In Orlando, but it's not the parks. Georgia. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I think. Um, see, originally I was going to say like Bush Gardens or something, but that's class as a park, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, probably no one's going to know this place, but like, well, they might do. Um, probably like shopping in like Winter Garden yes. or like Mallet Millennia or Mallet Millennia, however anyone says it. Just because it's so, it feels so posh around um, Winter Garden and it, it was close to my mum and dad's house. And it's just a really nice area. I feel like it's not like in your face American. No, that sounds awful, right. but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> probably take that out. Um, Bradley? Um, I probably, I, so my first gut instinct says more like Millennia because I love Cheesecake Factory. So, and that was there, like that was always my main reason for going. Um, and it's just a beautiful mall um, as well. But I do, one of my favourite nights on the programme was um, me, Cameron, and his friend Liz. Uh, he, they were supposed to be going, and he invited me, was to go to this um, stand-up comedy group in, uh, sorry, improvisation comedy group um, in downtown Orlando. And it was like $10. It's something they do every week. So people on programmes that will go in the future, 100% do this. It was like $10 for the first show. It was an hour and a half long, completely improvised. It's brilliant. And then you can stay for an extra, if, if you want to stay for the second show half an hour later, which is a completely different set of games. It was like an extra $5, I think. And they sold like wine and snacks and stuff there. And then we literally got in an Uber and it was like 11 o'clock at night and went to an escape room near Vista. And it was just like, I, I think it's so important to get out. I didn't do it enough. I, and you guys know I didn't do it enough. I spent all my time in the parks, but um i love springs and stuff but it's nice to actually go out like even going into downtown orlando and not going to a nightclub like it i, I mean don't get me wrong it's, it's not the best of times but it yeah. but like if you can find, pinpoint something to do like that you can have good fun definitely jane hmm. um so i would like <clears throat> i would like um my daddy's out at disney springs that was nice but as you said just bradley like i did like 
days where obviously to get out of the Disney bubble. So like every month I had to, or every two months I had to go and get my hair done because it was bleached blonde back then. Um, and that would be like a 20, 25 minute Uber journey, but it's it was to a different area of Orlando. And it just felt like, obviously it's a treat, but it's just a nice day out. Like me and Sophie, we went to uh, that massage place. Yeah. The house day spa. And we had a day there and it was just, it was just nice. And it felt like we, it was a well-deserved day because we weren't in Disney. Um, so I'd probably say days when like treats or when I had to get my hair done to cover the roots, um, like that, more like different, a different social setting, live the best life, yeah. I think I would do something like kind of stereotypical American, not like, nothing's like a fancy day out. It's just things like going to Target like enjoying walking around Target like when you've got a car like I remember me and Jane rented like a car a few times and we'd like make that we made the complete most of it but we, we did we did it a few times and we went to Target late at night and we're shopping around Target we went to the outlets but the better yeah. not the ones next to the commons there's one that's got Victoria's that's Secret oh that was there. good that's the better outlets. Yeah, universal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's the better ones. So things like that, you know, just going to those outlets, doing that, um, getting pedicures, manicures, because that's my thing mm. I was doing every bloody week. Um, but yeah, things like that. That gives me a nice lead into the first thing I'm going to talk about in this second part, which is Happy Mondays. Um, I will have to start um, with this because I'm probably not going to be a massive part of this conversation. But Happy Mondays basically is um, separated into lads and lasses. Is it just a UK, uh, uh, just a uh, Epcot thing or not? No, there's American teams. There's Africa. Um, I think there's an Indian team. There's like different countries. Anyway. So basically, mm. yeah, different international teams who split into lads and lasses. Lasses can't, well, actually, they can't. Um, lasses can't be part of lads, but lads can be part of lasses. Typically, if they're gay, I feel like that's one of the rules. Is that one of the rules? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've never seen a straight lad at lasses anyway. But it's 2021 yeah. now. Times might change. <laughs> and I will. Uh, I won't tell anyone on this podcast the reads uh, the way the way a lass can go to lads. But yeah. Um, anyway, uh, this isn't me going to be me just slamming Happy Mondays because people do have a really, really good time at it, and you basically get initiated, get shirted, um, in like true American style. Um, so yeah, actually, before I before I do do my bit, safe. Do you want to touch on your experience with Happy Mondays? I didn't start properly going till the back end of my pro. Well, like halfway through the program, um, I had to drag you there, didn't I? Yeah, but even that, like, cause you didn't really drink much at it, so it was kind of a thing where you were going, but you weren't drinking. So I was kind of like, well, I don't really want to go and drink myself, and not a lot of podium were going at the time, you know, before. So there was there was like a turning point in our program where a lot of the girls on podium started to go. And then from there on in, there were new headlasses took over. So it was like a new kind of wave of people that went. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so much fun. So I was like, why didn't I do this the whole program? It was a shame, but I totally get why people don't want to go. I get it. If you, if you don't like being forced to do, it's not like you're forced, but it's not just kind of drinking culture. You're like, do a shot, do this, come on, come on. And some people don't like being, you know, put on the spot and I get that, but. Yeah, I think there is a lot of pressure into it though as well because I think a lot of people are like oh my god yeah when you start like oh my god she's going lasses oh my god she's going lads it's great but then like I think you can have one night there like I had one night there and I didn't enjoy it and like 
similar to what Bradley says, I think it, I, when I started going, it's because I loved the head lasses that were going. Mm. There was no pressure. Like everyone was made to feel really friendly. I'm not saying that the previous one didn't, but like, it was just a different atmosphere. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, my I first know. night, I got fined. So it wasn't a great night for me either way. So <laughs> We all got fined at one point, didn't we? We Fuck all did. It. I don't know whether yeah. it was because us three especially were podiums. So when we first went, obviously the headlasses were in service and we were on podium for so long. So we never actually integrated. I feel like I can speak for the four of us. We hardly integrated with servers when we were on podium. Like a, it was a couple standout ones. But I not, that was, I, well, that wasn't down to us though. No, that wasn't down to us, but like us four where we didn't have loads of friends that were going to Happy Mondays at the time. Like, so for yeah. us, when the shift changed, it was people that we worked in podium with that became head lasses. So I feel like that's how we all got integrated more. I wouldn't have said it was because I wasn't feeling to feel welcome. It was just because I wasn't friends with them and wasn't close to them. So when I went, I was like, I don't really know these people that well. Like, they're not my best friends, so I don't really want to talk to them about. It was more like... Do you know I what? do feel like when we went, we were... Oh, this is going to sound really bad, but I think it is true, and I think people would agree with me who are in our, like, point of programme. When we went, it wasn't welcoming. And when people below, like, below us in the programme, I mean, came, we were so welcoming. Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. like, a click. It was like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. Like... If you get fined, don't worry. I remember saying that to someone. I can't remember who I said it to. But I literally remember saying, if you get fined, don't worry. Like, I've been up there and I choked on fireball and, and chocolate. Like, don't panic. Everyone does it. Just go in with it. Like, just think, just laugh at yourself. Yeah. And, like, no one did that for me. And I'm not expecting anyone to. But I feel like you need that. It's so, it's a big group of girls. Yeah. It's so intimidating, especially if you are, like, first thing in your first week on the programme you're going to lasses with a load of girls that you don't know. I think, I mean, I, I'm not really like a proper girl's girl, so I especially found that really intimidating. I, I feel completely like I agree. Like, I went to someone's last and they, uh, none of you guys are there, and I didn't, I don't know why I went. I I just, sometimes I have these moments where I just want to go and do it, FOMO and all that. So I went, and then it was nice doing all the pre-drinks and stuff, but I just wasn't, I wasn't drunk at all and then when we were all having photos and then we were getting in the cab I don't know what came over me but I was like I can't do it it's like that night where you went home Bradley like I literally was like I don't I don't see I'm not speaking to anyone I'm literally by myself if anything happens as he said like I just didn't I, I don't know I was like now nah, I'm not going out so I just catch the bus home um the cast member bus not just a random bus um but, um, but yeah it, it was one of those and oh, I she got the eye trolley back to um but yeah that's why I but then obviously I, I think I stopped going for a bit and then I went to probably the lattice just before the new lattice started when you maybe you guys came more the important thing is people should try like I know Bradley you had your reasons for not but I think mm. if you're going into a CRP you obviously hear all these stories about lads and lasses and you know there's like tales of all these bad things that happen and stuff like that but it's a kind of rite of passage on a CRP so I think go into it with a fresh mind try it for yourself if you don't like it fine don't come back there were so many people that tried mm. it we're like nah it's not for me thanks anyway like our other friends in our rival group Jane we went as a four the first yeah. time they were like absolutely no way we're not going back we were like oh we might go back but you know 
I think try it, be open minded. It's not one night of your program isn't gonna, you know, really. You know what, mate? Mm. You say that, Safe, but like I have to, there's a couple of things I have to point out. And again, I'm not, if any of the lads are listening to this, I'm really not like, I'm not hating on you. But like, I don't want to have to go into a room full of men. I don't know when I'm not a guy's guy at all. I'm not, I'm not a guy's guy and, and tell them things about my life before I, they even know my last name. Like that's a big no-no for me. And the fact that I'm forced into doing that, I, there's not even an, there's mm. not even an out option as a big deal. It should be fun, you know. And but I think people a, should I make you feel like a, that. I think there is a fine line with it as well, like of how people's perceptions of it is. Because, mm. like, I know how you feel about it, Bradley. You've you told me before, and I completely agree with you. But then at the same time, some people might go into that situation like thinking not being offended by it and thinking this is just a, like this is hilarious like I wouldn't want to be the killjoy which is why I wouldn't want to which is why I never went but I also yeah. there was times where I felt slightly pressured to go I think I, with the whole happy Mondays thing I think there's a ton of pressure like yeah. I don't think for mm. one ounce of it there isn't any pressure to it at all there's pressures with fines there's pressures with you know even when you're in your initiation you you, you feel the pressure to do a good song or you know when we actually do this, like you you do feel pressure because you're feeling pressure to impress because it's a group of people but then I'm with sick though that's just I sad. think I think at the same time you do need to kind of like when I I hate public speaking or anything like that and I was terrified to do anything where everyone was looking at me in lasses but then I did think like I think you do have to go into it with an open mind and think everyone's been in exactly the same position as me right now and this might just be the only night I forgot it and then I'm part of a team because that's just what they're so strict on their rules they're really stupid but that's just what you've got to go through to get into it and then that's it it's just a laugh yeah Mm -hmm. I think there's I think there's different perceptions of it but I do agree I think the whole I think there are some things where it's just ridiculous (laughs) very it's very American in it like the whole is it what are they called Brats and sororities, yeah. kind of that. Yeah, vibe. it is very like that. I can't imagine it happening over here. Obviously, because no. it's not a big Magic Kingdom theme park and whatever. But like you know, over there, I think that's just the whole American scene. Like these are the rules. Like what you see in the movies and stuff. This is very similar. Let's put it that way. Like, um, but yeah, if you don't want to do something, I just, I'd just say no. I don't want to do it. Like, but that's obviously for some people who wouldn't be as um Comfortable. forward as comfortable with saying that they would just go along with it um but yeah you do you all that yeah um well there's other nights out though in Orlando you've obviously got sorry I feel like I just absolutely slayed (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly I don't (laughs) you know what I should before we move on and I know that we're running over time and stuff but it's important for me to say I am not sitting here saying do not go to happy mondays cameron is one of my best friends and he loves it he lives by it he still is in touch with the lads it's just not my group of people and i still was friends with a lot of them feel that okay what about cowboys cowboys is a night out it's so different from what we know back in the uk like if you told me like there was a club opening up in the heart of glasgow you're gonna do line dance and everyone's being cowboy boots i'd be like what the hell are you talking about there is there's the grand Ole Opry. you've got the grand Ole Opry in um glasgow i don't go to that but anyway so next time next time i acknowledge it but i don't when they (laughs) open the borders again we'll go the borders what to scotland yeah (laughs) Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes yeah, so there's obviously cowboys that's another night out I feel like 
most people went to Cowboys in their program at least once. I don't feel like there was a lot of drama surrounding Cowboys. Mm. There was like a few. Right. I agree. didn't get let in once. Oh. I didn't get. We went to Heaps to do, and they didn't think it was me and my passport, so they didn't let me. In. So funny! Oh. It's such a weird vibe though, because everyone like all these Americans are like dancing to this like choreographed dance on the dance floor, and you're like, "What is going on?" It's Not even so... the cowboy music though. No, it's it to everything. Like... Yeah, it was, was so like, much fun. Fallout Boy at one point, I remember. Yeah. And I'm like, they've got a dance to this. Okay. I, I had a great time. Like as it much was as such a good night. It, it I just be... liked it for the Victoria Secret shots. That was the yes. What? The Victoria Secret shot. Did you ever have one? Think shot. Pink. pink. What shot. next door to Cowboys? No. Or it's... shot. Yeah. Oh God, shot, not shot. At the bar. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, Cowboys was a quite a non. I feel like most people in the Pavilion would do that, and if you're on a program, it's quite a good one to try. Too, yeah. But senior frogs, obviously, Bradley, you can't talk about that. But Jane, would you like to discuss what senior frogs is? Yeah, it's just um, basically you just get, you get the party bus, which, as I said earlier, Disney tell you not to take, but we did. And um, yeah, you get on the party bus. It's probably about half an hour away or something. Um, not not too far. And then um, it's really spacious. It's like a, I think it's a restaurant in the daytime. Um, and then they've got uh they have got a little games machine was it shuff, uh ping pong or what do not know something like that by the front door um, and yeah. so people are playing on that um and then yeah they've got a stage where you can get up and have a boogie and dance floor it's really spacious it's proper chill decent prices decent drinks and there's um pancake house next door so you can have pancakes at the end of your night it's just a cracking just and decent it's night very out. american isn't it georgia yeah Hmm. I loved it. I think it was because I think because um like we talk about cowboys, cowboys were cowboys was like full of police. It was like really scary, <laughs> like in my position. Um like senior frost was a bit more lenient, I think. And like I just felt like we said earlier, like there's no Disney people there and we could just chill. It was just such a chilled night. And I just have so many like funny videos of like you Sophie dancing on those podiums. With oh the, like, my god is it like jane were they your roommates your yeah roommates, uh, new zealand people oh my god yeah. they were so funny yeah i've got so many videos so funny they, and that oh. was just they were the nights that i just thought oh they were really good to look back on like no drama it's just completely chilled it was good fun really good. we're gonna touch on some like kind of x-rated stories from our program and um i don't really have like any crazy stories like I can handle drink I'm not like obviously being involved with people but actually I'm gonna tell a story from senior frogs I was gonna tell something completely different but I'm gonna go rogue now I it's more like it's not even like bad but I was on the dance floor and I remember there was this like group of guys around and I was just like one of them was really hot and I was like hiya so anyway, I was like dancing and this guy behind me touched my bum and I turned around and I went don't touch me and he looked at me and I went cool right turn back and I was like it's boogie dancing <laughs> done it again and I went are you joking like obviously I'm Scottish so I go zero to a hundred I was like don't touch me so I was like if I have to tell this guy a third time I'm gonna throw hands he touched me one more time I turned around and because I'm I'm five foot two 
I tried to punch him in his face, but I got his jaw, his neck. So anyway, I punched him straight in the jaw and he looked, he like stumbled because this guy was drunk. So then I pushed him full force and he landed on the ground. And all the guys that were trying to impress were like, yeah, show it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was loving life. The bouncer came over and he said to me, you, come here. The other guy lifted the guy out. He got kicked out. Anyway, you, come here. I was like, I'm getting thrown out in my first club for throwing hands that's fine this is the American <laughs> life I'm doing it so I was like doing the walk of shame to the door thinking I'm getting kicked out I'm getting kicked out and um, I got there and he was like I just want to say I don't know why I'm southern he's like I just want to say <laughs> honey I am he goes I have a daughter that's around your age how old are you like 18 I was like 23 he's like okay he goes, well honey I would be proud to be your father right now. You showed that guy where to go. He goes, I'm getting you a free drink from the bar. So I was like, yes, <laughs> free. So, you know, I don't mind. So if you're a creepy guy and senior frogs, do not touch me. <laughs> <laughs> what about Bradley? We'll go to you next. Um, so I think everyone has heard this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. In- no, you keep mentioning this story. It's like the fishing trip from Gavin Stacey. You've not told the story yet. Okay, so I went to, um, me and my friend Hope had decided to do a trip before she left um, in March because she, we met through the interviews and she went in, uh, we basically had a six month crossover, so she left halfway through my programme, so we decided to do a trip and we were originally going to go to New York and that didn't work, so then I ended up going with Georgia, Cameron and Katie. Um, and on the night of my uh, service test passing, I went to the Edison with Hope and uh, Hope's roommate Ashley ended up coming and she ended up joining on to our trip, which was to Nashville. Um, first day in Nashville, we were a bit like, I just didn't, it wasn't what I expected it to be. It was just live music, bars and like alcohol. It's pretty much what it was, which sounds great in like, in retrospect, but it just wasn't what I was thinking it was. So the second day I was like, let's go and um, do a tour. There's loads of like nice art wall murals around Nashville. So I was like, let's do a tour of the city by like walking around from mural to mural. And we got about halfway. It's like, we're literally walking around houses. Like we're not seeing anything. So we ended up going to this burger place. Happy hour was on and I had about six glasses of red wine in an hour. Um, Then got an Uber straight to um what was it called tootsies which rasheen shout out to rasheen for getting me in this trouble um she told us that it was uh one of the best places to go so we went to we got an uber straight to there didn't bother going back to the hostel which was the original plan and um we the guy at the door said you can't come in because you've got a backpack i had my backpack with me from the day and i was like you can look in it there's nothing in there he's like no 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 you have to go and take it back and come back later so i um, we decided to go back to the hostel and freshen up but on the way through Hope saw a cowboy boot shop so we go in there get talking to the people tell them we weren't allowed in because the backpack and he says why don't you just put the backpack in a in like a shoe box so it was like okay we can try that so we did it went back to Tootsie's and they let us in I then had about five um double JD and Cokes because I was in Nashville you know Tennessee whiskey and all that jazz um and yeah ended up walking back to the hostel with hope losing ashley on the way um once i got back to the hostel and realized we've lost ashley hope left i fell asleep on the sofa by the time hope's come back um the receptionist has said that she has given uh, she's called the ambulance because i'm unconscious 
I was I was just asleep, but she said I was unconscious. Oh. And I was like, no, 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 he's asleep. Anyway, the ambulance ends up coming. They ask me what my name is, Bradley. They ask me um, where I am. I say Nashville. Uh, and then they ask me what year it is. And I say, stupidly, 2007. Uh, <laughs> which, which just basically at that point, they were like, nope, you're coming with us. So they put me on a stretcher. Um, and I remember like, as I was put, like taking me away, I was like, hope, don't let them take me. Um, and I ended up in the ambulance. It was about a seven minute ambulance drive to um, the hospital. I was in there for about 30, 30 minutes, 35 minutes on a drip um, to flush out my system, which meant I didn't have a hangover the next day, which was great. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, basically ended up with a very, very, very big medical bill um, that was about three grand. So don't wow. get kids. There you go. That's the fashion trip story done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Georgia. Um, I don't really have any crazy ones, but um, one place we've not actually spoken about on this at all is Parliament. Um, so I don't know how you describe it. Um, <laughs> a gay village. I don't know how, it, but it is like a village, though. It's kind of like a resort. Um, there's like drag shows, there's a big club, there's a beach. Uh, did any of you guys actually go? I didn't. No, I never actually got went. Well, it's so much fun. And um, we, it's on Sundays, um, we see every Sunday. And basically, there was this like um, pub in the resort, and I was sat outside of it on a bench and basically it was on my own because everyone was in the pub. And I was just sat there, just like not carrying the world. And I got kicked out. <laughs> Bear in mind, this was like down. I don't even know where this was, but Parliament's in a really rough area, and it's like really scary outside of that club. Like it's terrifying. They threw you out of the actual resort. They threw me out of the whole resort. I mean, that's that's as crazy as my night. Like, oh, and maybe I uh, one other one is on my birthday. I went to um, Lasses and I got so drunk that I threw up outside of an Uber on the I four. That was a pretty Proud moment. I'm sure they absolutely <laughs> loved you that night. Well, do you know what? They didn't actually charge me. So, because it, it was my birthday, I think, to this day. <laughs> if you ever asked Liv, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's awful. What about you, Jean? Um, so, not as expensive as Bradley's, which I feel it's not as bad. <laughs> it basically involved a, um, a guy. And... Um, so yeah, match on good old Tinder. The only time I ever decided to start talking to someone out there. And um, and I didn't know he was friends with Sophia's roommate. So I'd gone round to Sophie's apartment. Next thing you know, he's there. Uh, you can imagine the shock on my face. Um, and I was like, you're right. Uh, what are you doing here? And um, yeah, me and Sophie, we went, I think because we went out a lot downtown. Um, he was always going out with your roommate um started talking more um yeah so that obviously one night led to another um one took the next step with the other person and um there was a situation that occurred and um yeah that's that and then the next day whilst I'm coming back from work one gets a text that says um um, they should go and get themselves checked out <laughs> because um, basically um, 
one had an issue I think and um, they thought they might have passed it to me well so, luckily um, one did not have the issue let's yeah, let's get back there. right so um obviously um you know I had to I had to go to the good old uh place called centre care um and I've never been so scared in my entire life um so I had to have several tests done as you do and uh, I was left in a room in a little room by myself in this gown um it felt like a prison hospital for like half an hour 45 minutes um it was ages had all the tests done and then yeah they gave me the bill for 500 dollars and yeah all the tests yeah they did quite a few I didn't know what they were doing it was bloody <laughs> negative as well all that for nothing obviously, right and um, which was great on my part so um yeah I know he he was a, a, a server in um a well-established restaurant in oh, God. and he earned a lot more than I did and I'd only just started and that was the first couple of months so you can imagine, I did not speak to any other guys for hours oh. after that. It did didn't open it. a little Tinder. No, I, 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 um, I think I had to use my savings. Cause Jane, we that's on, well bad. I would have had him pay for it. We, um, we had to, because we weren't on Disney insurance yet. So I had to obviously cough up the money. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I was clear. That's the positive. But I didn't know that stopped after that. And um, yeah, I didn't speak to any of the men. Yeah, I didn't put myself in that situation again. <laughs> well, that was, that was a lovely, um, a lovely, I'm glad we all had some pretty X-rated stories to tell. That's very fun. Um, that's as X-rated as it gets on this podcast for all our listeners. And, and, yeah. um, but we do have one final question to ask you guys. And normally I'd ask, where would you go in Disney? But as we are talking about things outside of the parks, um, I'm going to ask each one of you, and I will answer as well, um, if you could travel to anywhere on your programme. So you go back to your programme and there's one place you didn't go to that you could travel to. Where would you go and what would you do? We will start with Sophie. I think I would maybe try to go to... Oh, I don't know, it's quite a hard one, isn't it? Um, maybe somewhere like Alaska. I've always wanted to go. It never, you know, like came easy. I know there's a Disney cruise that goes to Alaska as well. Or like starts from Alaska. I don't know. Like I know I've seen it like on Disney's Fairytale Weddings. But like I would love to do that. Um, Alaska or if I could just be back in America right here, right now, I would be back in LA, walking down Santa Monica Pier with the sun on me, going for a nice coffee. Yeah. Uh, Georgia? I think I'd go to Hawaii. Because it's a bit cheaper. I did. I was shocked you didn't say that. I'm not gonna. I should have been in Hawaii in 2020, and then my trip got cancelled. So why the hell didn't I say that? <laughs> I was thinking, what am I going to say if she says that? Um, but no, Hawaii definitely. Like when you price up Hawaii when you're here, <laughs> you price up Hawaii there. There's a bit of a difference. So mm-hmm. definitely Hawaii. Cool, uh, Jane. I would probably say um, I think I would want to do a Disney cruise line. I wouldn't know where to because I've never done one, but um yeah probably experience that because obviously I've, I've never been on a cruise so I wouldn't know what to expect um but I'd probably do that if I could go back tomorrow that'd be grand oh and Rag- Raglan Road <laughs> <laughs> um I think so I was gonna say either Hawaii or Alaska but I won't oh. I, I, but I would 
I will say something different. I One of my biggest regrets was not going to Vegas on my programme, even though I've been before. I was under 21 and I feel like I would have had a great time on the programme and also super cheap to fly there from Florida. So Las Vegas. But, um, but yeah, that's all we've got time for, guys. Just to say thank you so much for joining us. Huge thank, thank you. you to Jane and Georgia, everyone. Woo. I feel like we went on such a journey. Like we went from deep heart to heart. So like mental health. Yeah, I feel like it's been races. a journey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been on a night out. Like you yeah. had a few drinks, start getting a bit deep, and then go crazy, and then it's like. Okay, sleep time now, you know. This is like the three <laughs> chats sat on the kitchen floor nursing a drink. This is what it's ended. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. It's yeah. But yeah, loved it. Thank you. Cool, so no worries. So this has been another episode of uh, Confessions with Disney Cast Member. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to this podcast, follow our Instagram and listen to all of the other episodes because they're just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone, and bye for now. Yay!